That was the third hurrah from 1974's War Child album. We're still deep into two hours of Jethro Tull. The classic years, 1970 to 1976. Perhaps a little longer. We're going to move into his truly truly romantic balladeer folk prog territory. This was Minstrel in the Gallery. This is Old Wind to Valhalla. One's called Old Wind. Heroes. 
Come let me play with your black satin dancing In all you give and give is the answer Tearing life from limp and looking sweeter Begging your pardon, shedding lights on. 
When the bus stop clicks shop window here Shady gentlemen fly but feel In the underpass the blind man stands With cold blue tents Symphony match Street Brew. 
forgotten In the midnight echo hall The shop that sells cheap radios That's the cheese, no bed, no bread, no butter. On a double yellow line, where she can park anytime. All the lady gray crash Barry Walton. Simone's son's mother, Baker Street casualty. Oh, Mr. Policeman, Lucia Valley Master, feet and sticking plaster, move the old lady on. Strange part of this Romeo to her Juliet Her sleeping drops His poise and regrets No drunken bombs allowed To sleep here in the crowded emptiness no officer, let me send her to a cheap hotel. I'll pay the villains and make her well. Like hell, you bloody will. No do good overkill. We must teach them to be still. And if you think I'm Joe, 
That was Summer Day Sands from Minstrel in the Gallery. We have been listening to two hours of Jethro Tull from their peak years of 1970 to 1976. The peak years of Prague Rock, as a matter of fact. Funny how they overlap. My name is Perkins Warbeck the 23rd. 
last in the line of the Plantagenet dynasty, and the next holder of the English throne, Inshallah. I'm going to be passing this over to Carly at 8 o'clock, and she will be having a wonderful extravaganza with all sorts of zany and wackiness for your listening pleasure. You have been listening to The Gates of Delirium, two hours of the best of progressive rock and roll from the Western Hemisphere. Here at MutinyRadio.fm, we are very thankful for your continued support. Mutiny Radio is the beating heart of the Mission District in all ways, politically, economically, culturally, aesthetically, and just in terms of sheer badassery. Mutiny Radio. Love it and donate. Thank you very much.
it sounds country, man, that's what it is. It's a country song. Yeah, okay. Where one, two, three, four, two, three, four. Busted flat and Baton Rouge and heading for the trains. Feeling nearly faded as my jeans. Bobby thumbed a diesel down just before it rained. Took us all away to New Orleans. I took my harpoon out of my dirty red bandana and was blowing sad while Bobby sang the blues. With them windshield wipers slapping time and Bobby clapping hands, we finally sang a favorite song that driver knew. Freedom's just another word for nothing left to lose. Nothing ain't worth nothing, but it's free. Feeling good was easy, Lord, when Bobby sang the blues. Feeling good was good enough for me. Good enough for me and Bobby. We're going to test this. Test. Which one is that? Okay. So now you know, this is four. Test, 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 test. Three.
Sometimes I live in the country And it's sometimes I live in the town And it's sometimes I take a full notion To jump in the river and drown And it's play then, Willie, poor boy And it's why don't you play For the one that I love so dearly Has gone square back Six o'clock, it's Friday night. You're at mutinyradio.fm and .sf, and it's time for Happy Hour, the happiest hour of two hours of comedy on the internet, streaming, and everywhere else that exists with Comedy Happy Friday. Yay! You're all here. We're all here. It's four-minute sets. You'll hear the horn at three. I try to do it on a punchline so that it doesn't disturb you too much, (laughs) the scary clown horn. Uh, But we're going to do those sets, and it's going to be really fun, and we're going to... Be each other's audience because it doesn't look like there's any people with souls in here today. But usually people come by and they're like, oh, the comedy, what's going on? And then there's real people here sometimes too. So yay. Thanks for being here though. And be nice to each other as audience. And clap your hands together for your first comedian, everybody. It's Kelly Evans. Yay. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Hell yeah. I decided not to go home for the holidays. Give it up for me. Thank you. Um, yeah, I don't know. Every time I'm there, I just end up missing here, you know. And so, you know, in order to get a piece of home, I sometimes have to walk outside and take a shit on the sidewalk, you know. And that's, I bring a piece with me. You know what I mean? Um, if you don't know, I'm from Texas. Uh, that's how they say it. You have to say it with a little bit of racism, you know. That's how <laughs> it's Texas, you know. Like, you just don't really, you're not quite sure about Chinese people. You know what I mean? That's how... No offense. Um, no, it is a very racist place, though. I don't know. Eh, kind of. Anyway, um, I don't know if you know this about the South, but it's racist. And, uh, I mean, so much so, in fact, there are some people who think the South is going to rise again. That's like a statement they say in, in Mississippi. The South shall rise again. Like, not with those test scores. Man, you know, have you seen the science and math scores? Like, you got to be able to spell secession to do secession, I'm pretty sure tight um let's see what else uh oh i I, speaking of racism um i was in an uber the other day and the driver was like chinese people can't drive and he was korean so that was weird you know i was like turns out white people are the only one feeling bad about racism we are other races are just living it up you know they're just having a great time it's just a wild thing to say go back to where you came from when you're also not from here you know this shit was weird. Um, I uh, see. I used to do OxyContin. Thank you. I'm a hero. Um, yeah, I did Oxy, and uh, I stopped doing it because my family was upset. 
And um, so, I, you know, once I kind of got off drugs, I was like spending a lot more time with them. You know, I actually learned something. I should have kept doing the oxy. I should have just kept doing, yeah, my family sucks. They are, it was not worth it, honestly. Um, I'd rather be an addict. Uh, all right, I'll finish on this last thing because it's long. Um, uh, my friend is about to have a baby. And uh, so he's actually going to be stay at home because his wife has a much more successful job than he does. Uh, yeah, makes him a loser. A fucking, yeah, no, he's a hero. He's a hero, way to go. It is weird when he breastfeeds, though, you know? That is awkward for everybody. Uh, I just, the thing that annoys me is we were at the baby shower, and somebody was like, uh, being a parent is the hardest job in the world. And I was like, it's not a fucking job, man. I've never got a job where it came with placenta, you know? I'm just saying, it's not, it's not, why do we keep calling it a job? I know that makes stay-at-home parents feel better, but it's it's way harder than any fucking job. Like, if I had a job that made me clean shit up and show up early constantly, I would flush it down the toilet. You know what I mean? Is that too dark? That was too, I knew Pam would like that one. All right, that one was just for Pam. Anyway, I just, yeah, I've never cared about a job the way you probably care about being a parent, you know? Um, also, uh, beca ironically, becoming a parent is way easier than getting any job. There's no drug test or test at all. You can just, uh, yeah, you just easily become, I never I never got a job because I was just too horny one time and I didn't pull out. I was like, oh fuck, I forgot. You're the CEO now, you know? That's never, never fucking happened once, man. Although it would be pretty cool. That'd be pretty tight if it worked that way. I would love to come early and then get a job for it. Um, also, the thing is, you can quit a job, you know? You can't quit, but you can quit being a coal miner, and people are very, congra they're congratulatory. They're like, hey, good for you. You know, you're retired. If you quit being a parent, all people have is questions. That is it. You're just like, think about how much more free time I have. You're like, where the fuck are your kids, man? All right, that was uh, very high energy. Thank you very much. Have fun. Uh, I'll see you later. Your kids, yay, Kelly Evans, yay, yay, Kelly Evans. Kids are gross. Uh, your next comedian, a super funny guy. Clap your hands in a wild, slappy like motion for Devontre Coleman. Can you hear me? Why did you sit on the stool instead of one of the chairs? You just wanted to be all the way in the back. Oh, yeah, all right, joke time. Uh, I think we should bring back slavery, simply because I'm tired of having to clean my own apartment. I don't think black people should be the slaves. I think uh, white Uber drivers should be the slaves. Um, I say that, but I'm not racist. I, uh, I'm not racist. I, I, I know that racism is wrong. We can all agree that racism is wrong, right? Cool, yeah, but... <laughs> That was, a, that was low energy. I'm leaving as soon as I'm done. Ra all racism is wrong, but it's not all bad. There are some perks to racism. Like, personally, my favorite perk is that because of racism, random white couples will never ask me to take pictures of them with their phones. Uh, yeah, racism could have stopped a lot of things. Like, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, he's been in media lately. He could have been stopped with just a sprinkle of racism because if you don't know, he killed 17 men of color, like 17 minority men. If he was just a little bit more racist, it would have only been two white men, max, because the police care about white people. Um, Y'all like video games? Make some noise if you like playing video games. 
Woo, this is a high energy crowd. This is my favorite. I like video games, um, but I don't like being called a gamer. I feel like that's R N word. It's actually way worse because no one's ever called me a gamer as a term of endearment. They usually use the hard R. Uh, yeah, I would prefer if people outside of the gaming community referred to us as people of games. Uh, yeah, I need to lose weight. They're like big girls, and it's weird because when when you're skinny and you date bigger women, it's like you're being adventurous and she's accomplishing something. But have you ever seen two big people on a date? It, it just looks like they both settled. I uh, I uh, I recently found this new diet. It's called the Jurassic Diet, where you eat what you think the dinosaurs would have eaten. I don't think it's gonna work though, because I genuinely believe the dinosaurs would have enjoyed Oreos. Um. Are we a sex positive crowd? We we believe in sex work and all that makes some noise. Yeah, we Yeah, I think we need to shed more light on the real heroes though. Those are the sex volunteers. Cause without them we'd be miserable. Um you all you all believe in like exploring your sexuality, right? I've been exploring my sexuality lately. And the older I get, the more I realize that my sexual preferences are on the default settings. Like uh freaky shit actually isn't cool to me anymore. I recently got invited to my first orgy. And I don't really know how I feel about that. Because to be invited to an orgy, strangers have to think you look like you attend orgies. Yeah, I don't know if I'm supposed to watch or join in. But uh, I'm going to find out on Saturday. Uh, I'm going to end on uh, this chug that Ian loves. Uh, so, those, like, I know that freaky shit isn't my forte because, like, dirty talk scares me. Because when you're too good at dirty talk, it becomes, like, intimidating. I was with this lady recently. And in the heat of the moment, she said to me, she said, I want you to fill me up with so much cum that it seeps out of my pores. Like, first of all, I definitely got to get tested after this. But also, like, that wasn't improvised. She practiced that in front of a mirror for, like, weeks. Also, I didn't want her to, like, be upset with me. Like, I wanted I want her to stay in the zone. So the first thing I thought of, I said, and I said, yo, after fucking with a nigga like me, you're going to need a dermatologist. Yeah, thank you. I'm Devontre. Devontre Coleman, yay! I understand about those practice lines. I was, hey, I was on the bus and um, some children behind me, they were probably 15-year-old guys, They, one of them said to another one, I came so hard on her chest, I knocked the wind out of her. I was like, you did not. You haven't come on anything but your own chest, you fucking child. I did not say that to the child. Your next comedian, clap your hands together for Jared Senna. What the fuck is up, guys? Hey. Hey, Spencer. Nice to see you, Hagrid. Anyways, uh, hey, my name is Jared. One of Pam's abortions that came to life. Yep. Uh, following in mom's footsteps. Uh, wish she acknowledged my existence. It uh, doesn't matter. Um, uh, so uh, recently, uh, I was having sex with a guy. Thank you, Josh. Uh, he forgot to pull out. Now he's CEO of my startup. Uh, I don't know. He's riffing off Kelly. Said. Thanks, Josh. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If you always want to see Brave, I can do more than just that. No? Okay, anyways, you know what? I have stuff to work on. Uh, 
Um, uh, I was uh, popular in high school. Uh, I was known as that one kid that got hit by a car. I was on my way to smoke weed with my friend at a local park, and a car hit me as I was crossing the street. Yeah, I know, Spencer. Uh, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. My grandma once told me that smoking weed would put me in a hospital. I didn't think it would involve a Kia Sorento. Um, it was really hard to walk. I was in a full body cast wheelchair, but it was really easy for me to find a homecoming date. I just went up to the hottest girl I saw and just guilt-tripped the shit out of her. At first it didn't work, but eventually she caved in when I reminded her about the charges I filed for hitting me in the first place. Um, uh, let's see, uh, alright, we're gonna segue into porn jokes. Um, oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, that was brave too? Fuck yeah. Um, um, uh, uh, okay, uh, well, what was this? God, how this joke went. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Spencer. I <laughs> Thanks for, uh, covering me blanking out here. Um, yeah, um, <laughs> uh, I don't really, uh, uh, as a Gen Z person, I'm really grateful for all the resources the internet has provided me. Not worried, worried about any desensitization, and when I really mean resources, I mean porn. Um, um, I'm really glad I grew up with porn. You know, uh, I was talking to uh, one of my older millennial friends, and he said that one time growing up, he had no access to porn, so he just drew a picture and masturbated to it. Yeah, um, it sounds like a really insane thing to do, but I got to give the man credit; he has artistic talent. That really did look like his stepmom. Uh, um, yeah, but uh, uh, I'm glad, like I said, I'm glad I have porn because uh, I don't have to run into that same problem. Uh, because I, because I, if I want to watch porn, I can just go on the internet and I can find his stepmom everywhere. Uh, okay, maybe there's something there. Uh, okay. Uh, I want to be like... Uh, Maybe there's something there. I want to be like Mr. Miyagi to my kid. Uh, I love the Karate Kid. Uh, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna teach him to do chores until he learns a very important lesson at the end. But uh, it, this is not gonna be for self-defense. It's gonna be for something different. Uh, when he's finally having sex with his girlfriend, he's finally gonna be you know what to do. And I don't know how the fuck that joke's gonna that joke's gonna go. I I, I we're, I'm gonna work on that one. But you know what? Give it up for all the comics in the room. Give it up for Pam. And uh, have a good night, everybody. Keep your hands clapping for Jared Zena. He's so brave. Jared, um, are you are you brave enough to eat one of my cheese? I made these Georgian cheese breads. They have 60 milligrams of weed. Yesterday I was so high. It's just, yeah, I'll get it out of the bag for you in a sec. Um, um, hold on. So, yeah, you're, you're brave enough to do it. It's 60 minutes. Yeah, that's why yesterday at the bar in Dolores, Mike, I was in a supine position. I was like reclined the entire, I couldn't get up. I, everyone had to hand me the microphone because I was like, I can't do it today. I can't stand up and down. Um, all right, your next hit was, they're really strong. Just be careful. Maybe don't eat the whole thing. I don't know. 6D, 6-0. Well, you could do, good luck. It's, it tastes so good, it's kind of hard not to. Your next comedian, so lovely, put your hands together for Ian Langland. Baby, you got to stop. Yo, what's up? 
Jared's going to eat that edible and we're not going to hear from him ever again. <laughs> you know where you're going to be? You're going to be living on Van Ness if you eat that fucking edible, bro. And not in an apartment complex. Um, all right, there he goes. Oh, shit. You just scarf it. Let him live a little bit. Jared's got Jared's excitement. All right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe you get taller, Jared. <laughs> okay, I gotta tell a joke now. Okay. Uh, there's a um. There's a very interesting divide between my generation and my parents' generation. Um, it comes up a lot. People are always talking about it, but. For me, it, 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 it's like I get in arguments with like my aunts and uncles about generational stuff like all the time. And it's like really annoying because the way I look at it, it makes sense that I don't know things from the 70s, but when I tell them about things happening now, it like blows their fucking mind. It's, it's so weird. Like I was talking to my uncle the other day, and I told him, I was like, I've actually never written a letter before. And he was like, what the fuck are you fucking talking about? He, he treated me like I was like a, in a psych ward. He thought I was insane. And then I showed him how to find Google on his phone, and he was like, whoa, Steve Jobs. Sorry we can't all be tech geniuses. <laughs> I just feel like there's like a disconnect. And then he turned around, and he was like, you don't know the lead actor from Gilligan's Island, you fucking idiot? <laughs> I'm like, no. I don't know that, actually. It's just, I don't know. I, I, it happens to me all the fucking time. And directions are another one. I get it. You know, I do get it. Like, my parents' generation. Directions is everything. Directions, to get everywhere, you need it. Whoa! God damn. I was, I was in such a good flow, too. I'm going to blame that on Jared. Um, anyway, rewind. Um, directions were, like, a big deal. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get this out. Uh, yeah, it was, yeah, I get it. That's like that's how you do it. Everything was directions. You take this, you do this, you do this. My dad, every time I go anywhere, he's like, this is what you're going to want to do. You're going to want to go down 280, and once you hit the East Bend Turnpike, you're going to take the third exit, and all I hear when he's saying that is, like, <laughs> like the parents from, like, the fuck, par parents from Charlie Brown, you know, and they go, like, wah, wah, wah. Like, it's nothing. There's, there's no, I'm not retaining any of the information He's saying it just like, wah, 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 wah. And, I, and then I'm like, I'm just going to put it into Google Maps. God, I wish I caught that better, but it's okay. And then I, I just feel, I also feel like when you reach the age of 65, y you should, like, lose all privileges to the Internet. I think that's, that's what I think. I, I just don't, I don't know if there's anyone at that age that's doing any good on the Internet. Like, I'll post something on my Instagram, and, like, my great aunt in Foster City will, like, comment on it. He'll be like, hey, Ian, looking handsome. How's the weather out there? Things are good here in Foster City. Me and Uncle Mike just settled down in our new home. Would love to see you sometime soon. Much love to the parents. And I'm like, I didn't need to know any of that. This is Instagram, and I just posted a dick pic. So, I'm so stupid. Um, Actually, I think that's all I wanted to do, so I'm just going to give my time back. Thank you, everybody. The very generous Ian Langlands. Yay, Ian. He has new jokes. That's exciting. Oh. 
If we want to have a mustache growing contest, you guys, I am definitely going to win that one. Uh, your next comedian, I pluck mine. I don't know if you shave. Uh, I don't. I don't shave anything. It's but I pluck. Yeah, it's no sh no shave November, right? Is that what it is? Beard out November. Oh, <laughs> amazing! Your next comedian, so funny, so wonderful. Put your hands together for Josh Kotsky. <laughs> I don't think I'm ever gonna emotionally recover from Ian being mean to me. I don't think I can handle it. Uh, I went to Dolores Park this last weekend. I saw this magician there. The incomparable Ivan. That dude was better than... Wait, no, he was worse than... Fuck, I can't. I can't do it. So fucking dumb, because incomparable means you can't. Anywho, uh, if you listen to Kanye West, you might think that Jews run the world. Uh, but if you listen to Beyonce, you know who run the world? Girls, yeah. So if you ever meet a Jewish woman, you do what the fuck she tells you. All right, Jewish women. Uh, Jews are a lot like pineapple pizza, you know? Like half the world hates them. No one really knows why. I, they're a bit of an acquired taste, but they're sweet enough when you get to know them. They're no pepperoni for obvious reasons. All right, this is going well. Um, I am Jewish. Uh, I keep kosher because it says to in the in the thing, and um, I don't know. Like I I keep kosher, but no one really knows if like that's the rule, right? Like I feel like it would suck if I got up to heaven and God was just like, "Why didn't you have bacon? That you need that to get in. That's why we made it taste so good. Why didn't you do this? Okay, cool. Trying out new fucking shit. Um, you know what? Fuck it. Um, more Jewish stuff. I'm Jewish. Uh, my girlfriend's Asian, which means that when you come to visit our place, you have to take off your shoes. Uh, but you can complain about it as much as you want. You know? In fact, it's required. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Different. Devontre's giving me a look like he's trying to, like, stare through my chest cavity. I don't know. Do you have, like, laser vision or something you're working on? I feel like you're trying to shoot through here. That's fair. Sorry, that's a rough, that's a rough draw. Um, anyways, um, yeah, I'm dang an Asian girl. Uh, a lot of Jews and Asians date. I think it's because our parents are so similar. Like, my parents are controlling, her parents are controlling. My parents are frugal, her parents are frugal. My parents uh, totally ashamed of my comedy career. Her parents totally ashamed in her taste in men. Um, yeah, we went to this, uh, we went to this sushi spot the other night, and, uh, on the outside of the sushi spot, there's this sign that said, we are against anti-Asian hate, but there's a hyphen between Asian and hate, so it read, like, we are against being anti-Asian hate. We love Asian hate. I was like, oh my god, what a great ad campaign to take racist people's money. And I was just like, do you hate the Asian culture and everything it stands for? Come discuss it over sushi and sake bombs. For an extra $500, you can pronounce nigiri however you want. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Um, I do think it's weird. Like, there's, there's all these hate crimes against Asian people, these, these racists who are blaming Asian folks for COVID. They're going up and attacking Asian people in the street, which it's weird to me because, like, how are you so racist that you blame all Asian people for COVID, yet not racist enough to assume they all know kung fu. You should be terrified of attacking these people, all right? You don't get to just pick and choose the stereotypes you want to believe in. Like, I need to figure out an example there. 
Um, you know what? Fuck all of this. I'm gonna do one more joke. Um, actually, no, I'm not. I'm gonna go die now. Cool. Peace out. Yay, Josh Kotsky. Yay. No, no. He was being metaphorical, I think, or he was. He's he's anti anti suicide. He's he's suicide prevention anti anti. He's raising awareness for anti-euthanasia, anti-self-euthanasia. You're an ex-comedian. Uh, I was, uh, hey, I don't know, I don't say. He has a great show coming up this Friday, 11-11 uh, at Boozland, Emperor Norton's at 7 o'clock. Put your hands together for Dorian Trung. I uh, ran out of clean pants, so that's why I'm wearing pants uh, that belongs to a giant. I waited for him to fall asleep before I stole these from him. I didn't have to wait long because he was real tired and fucking me in the ass. I uh, I was getting my uh, I was getting a blowjob recently, guys, and uh, and then my girlfriend got really upset at me because my dick tasted different. Thought I was cheating. I was. Sneaking around her back by like eating hamburgers. Turned out it was gout dick. She was like one of those horse girls. She could like sense inflammation before it came. Anyway, we broke up, and um, I think it took us breaking up before I realized how much I missed uh, jacking off. I mean, it's the only way I could come sitting down now. <laughs> yeah. I've had a lot of free time in my hands, so I've been watching a lot of TV. Uh, I just watched the new, uh, the newest season of the Game of Thrones show. Anybody here watch that? Nice. Makes me really wish I had a sister. I uh, also started watching um, my new favorite show, uh, Love on a Spectrum. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even know those guys were autistic. I thought it was just a bunch of cool dudes just killing it in the dating game. I was taking notes. I was looking back and I was like, oh my God, things that were funny. Swords, fedoras, going to the zoo. Now I feel so stupid writing that down. I should have known something was up when I, uh, when I saw one of those guys like super into ligers, you know what I mean? And for you guys that don't know, a liger is just a big retarded lion. My, uh, my friend dressed up as Kanye over Halloween. He uh, wore one of those uh, White Lives Matter sweaters. Whoa! So I pulled him aside. I was like, dude, that's not cool, man. All lives matter. Some people think uh, Kanye is racist. You know, some people say he's anti-Semitic. I say he's a hero. He single-handedly ended Stop Asian Hate. What else I have here? I don't have anything else, Pam. Thank you. Dorian Trung, everyone, giving his time back to the room. Does anybody have, like, one of those flosser things, those individual flosser things in their bag? I have, anyway. That, not too thick. Um, Your next comedian, what a gem, what a sparkle. Put your hands together, everybody, for Colin Braun. Thank you, thank you. I have more jokes about depression 
Are you guys familiar with Are you guys are you guys familiar with despair? You like to get familiar with despair? All right. I'm not depressed today. Thank you. Anyway, um, I've been reading the Quran um, because I left my husband in a hurry and I grabbed a book. Um, I didn't even realize what I had done until halfway through the third Sarah. I realized it isn't pride and prejudice. And then I soon learned that both pride and prejudice are to be avoided if you want to life that is upon him. But um, I've noticed that uh, comedians will joke about just about everything except for Islam. I think it's because they're afraid. If they say the wrong thing, cross the wrong line, then an angry, violent mob of white liberals will come and behead their career. But Twitter's dead now, um, and so is my ability to care. So let's just uh, keep going about it. <coughs> so I grew up in a worldly liberal suburb of Boston. I always thought from that uh, schooling that I knew a decent amount about Islam. It turns out I, uh, I didn't know shit, and neither do any of you. So let's all learn together. Now, Islam is an Abrahamic religion, meaning that Muslims worship the same all-knowing, all-powerful God as Jews and Christians. They all talk about him a little bit different. In Islam, God is merciful. Whereas in Christianity, God is loving, and in Judaism, God is busy, don't bother him. Islam was established in the 600s by the prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. During a time when the religious groups, this is a very long bit, I had to write it down, I'm sorry. During a time when the religious groups on the Arabian Peninsula, polytheists, Jews, Christians, were always in conflict. It may surprise you to learn that Christians today, Christians 1,300 years ago, were exactly the same. They were just going around, knocking on doors, saying, hey, good news, Jesus is the son of God. And the polytheists were like, yeah, they, they all have kids. How do you spell Jesus? Is it with a G? Thank you. Anyway, that would upset the Christians. They'd go and upset a Jewish guy next door, and he'd have to get out of the bath. And um, he'd say, look, your friend sounds like he's very nice, but that doesn't mean he's the son of God. Also, the mezuzah says he's a solicitor. So that theological tension was brewing, growing, until eventually all of Arabia was reduced to pointless tribalistic fighting in the desert. It was like gays in Palm Springs, Beyonce versus Gaga. Nothing's getting accomplished. Nobody's having fun. Girl, you're dehydrated. And so through his teachings, and against all odds, the prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, united the tribes under one religion. The people of the Middle East have gotten along ever since. Thank you. Now, one of the most well-known aspects of Islam is that they pray five times a day. Turns out this was not originally what God wanted. He said to the prophet, peace be upon him, like the new religion, kid, 50 times a day. And the prophet, peace be upon him, says, sure, that's great. So he leaves the meeting room with God, and he's heading down the escalator. He runs into Moses was another major prophet. He said, hey, had to go up there with the big guy. He said, oh, he said, it, it, it went good. Uh, he said 50 times a day. And Moses said, kid, I know you're new to this. I've had people follow me before. You never pray sticker price. Get back there and negotiate. So Moses walks him through this cosmic negotiation, gets 
God down to five times a day from 50. That's the Bay Area equivalent of a beautiful hill, of a beautiful home in the Oakland Hills for $185,000. Now, God is all-powerful. God is all-knowing. God created the heavens and the earth and the kittens and the puppies and the chocolates and the flowers. No one ever said God is a good businessman. Frankly, I'm amazed that he even managed to make a profit. All heard that joke before and knew what he was going for. Thank you so much for your time. My name is <laughs> Yay, Colin Braun. Yay. Peace be upon him. Uh, is that sacrilegious if I say that about you? Your next comedian runs a great room down in the South Bay. First and third Wednesdays. Put your hands together, everybody, for Wally Hippolito. <laughs> oh, shit. Happy Friday, folks. Happy fucking Friday. That's what's up. Um, I've been watching a new TV show. Li- or I've been watching a TV show lately called uh, World's Toughest Prisons. Y'all heard of it? Yeah, if you haven't, it's uh, it's like Orange is the New Black, but with less lesbians. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. I've, um, I was watching this episode in the Philippines, and I was thinking to myself, like, man, if I were locked up, I'd probably be the fucking top dog in that prison, right? Cut to a scene where a dude's getting gangbanged and then he looks exactly like me. Uh, turns out I'd make a better bottom bitch, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Um, y'all know I love to gamble. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, people call it an addiction, but uh, I like to call myself a gambling enthusiast. Because addiction implies that I'm like, I get really desperate, you know, to get my things paid for. Like, really desperate to get a fix. And... You know, I'm not sucking bookies off for $50 to get a parlay paid for, you know what I mean? Like That's what I bring my sister for. Yeah, I'm just fucking with you guys, guys. I'm, I don't have a sister, uh, especially since the last time I had to pay off the Yakuza. Thank you. Um, yeah, there's this group called Moms Against Gambling, and they're set out to make um, online gambling harder for kids to do. And I think it's kind of stupid, you know, because, like, if my if I ever caught my kid gambling, like, that's, like, the least weirdest thing on the Internet, am I right, guys? Like, these women have obviously been, never been on chat roulette before, you know? Like, if my kid is putting up $50 before Thursday night football, God bless his soul. Because it teaches me to a couple of things. Uh, one, that that kid is ambitious. And two... Never to lend that little motherfucker money in my life because I'm never going to see that shit again. Thank you. Um, my mom, uh, she's re- my mom is a huge gambler. I get it from her. Uh, I think she's so good at gambling because uh, she's great at mental warfare. Yeah, yeah. Th- she's a bad bitch, y'all. She really is. Like, I remember as a kid, uh, she would hit my brother whenever he got in trouble, right? You know, don't look at me like that. It was the 90s. What the fuck you want me to do? And um, as she's hitting him, she turns around and looks at me and says, do you want next, Wally? What the fuck gave you that idea, lady? Like, you can't be over here handing, handing out uh, buy one, get one beatdowns because you feel like it or if it's convenient to you, bro. Like, you got to chill, man. So, um, so our relationship's going really well. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's gotten a lot better since uh, we started, since I started therapy. Yeah. Uh, now she calls me the daughter she's always wanted, which is really great for me. I love it. You know, it's gotten to the point where she, uh, 
she texted me the other day asking, like, hey, you know, I'm getting rid of, the, rid of these dresses. Do you want any of them? And I was appalled, you know. I was like, dude, are you fucking serious? Send me a couple photos, man. Like, I want to check them out. I like <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you know, I've been watching a lot of TV lately. Uh, on Netflix, one of my favorite movies, Ocean's Eleven, is on. You guys watch that? Yeah, it's one of my favorite movies. I, I love the fantasy part of it all, really. Like, the really fake part of it where a man in his uh, 40s can call 10 other dudes to hang out. Yeah, because if you're over 30 years old, guys, you, you're going to... You three are going to fucking learn later on that you can call like two or three dudes up, but they're probably not going to answer you until your dying days. Um, yeah, I'm Wally Hippolito. That's my time. Hooray, we all die alone. Yay, Wally Hippolito. That was that was an interesting ending to it. Like I was like, I'll truck it along, and I'm like, you don't have any friends. It's okay, I don't either. We're all lone wolves. Yay, we're all gonna die alone. I know I don't have ten friends. I don't have ten. I don't even. I don't, I don't even. I don't even have two. Are you kidding me? Uh, Newman Shake is not here yet. No, no. But you know who is? Dave, put your hands together. Dan Guan. Woo. I get to everybody oh, you all right cool still can't get this one thing around all right cool uh so guys like as you guys some of you guys already know i actually grew up in a suburb outside of boston um oh yeah thank you one white guy really really knows his suburbs out there all right um very white town you know very very white town to give you some perspective of how white this town was the only two gra- two famous people that graduated out of my high school was a lot was a was a hockey player for the new jersey devils and bill burr yeah, you guys ever had like a yearbook superlative called most likely to get into a bar fight? I wanted to have to little sit there for a little bit. I think I've, as, as being an Asian guy that went to an all-white high school, I had to really try hard to assimilate because I had to really try everything to also blend in. I did everything, right? I started wearing my cap backwards. I started going to tailgates. I started dating Asian women. Like I did everything I could to be a white guy, and it just would not work out. Totally stand out. Speaking of which, it's also kind of weird because now I'm noticing that at, uh, eight white dudes are trying to be Asian. Almost sometimes they're taking it a little too far. Like one time I was actually having breakfast with my parents. We got into a little bit of an argument in the morning. And this one white guy comes over to our table and just says, son, hey, your dad is a very wise man. To which I was like, dude, you understand Chinese? That's crazy because I couldn't understand what the fuck my dad was saying. So, uh, you know, that uh, you, can be my, you can be his son going forward. You, know? you can be his son going forward. Okay, cool. That one doesn't work out. Uh, let's see. Uh, my dad runs a Chinese restaurant. Uh, I spent a lot of time growing up there. And uh, you can tell that my dad spent a lot of time at the Chinese restaurant because a lot of the uh, life lessons he did uh, were always be framed as restaurant chores. This guy was a modern-day Mr. Miyagi. Like, he would try, he would basically would tell me to run the front register uh, as a way to prepare for mental math. Um, my, uh, my driver's test uh, instantly became uh, my next Chinese delivery order. Like, I don't know. That was pretty crazy to be thinking about. Okay, that one may or may not be somewhere. Uh, let's see. All right, let's let's do this one. Uh, you guys have been getting spam texts lately. You guys are getting into spam texts to your phone lately. Yeah, all the fucking time, right? Really fucking annoying. Yeah, I think it's weird that especially like I used to think that like spam text would be like click on this link, you know, go go click on this like weird like virus link. Now they're getting hella creative because now I've been getting texts saying, "Hey Ben, when are we gonna go golfing?" 
hey dude when are we going to talk about your real estate offer one text literally just wrote back and said i made cake at home welcome to taste it at my home which got me thinking i'm like what person will really who is this really for like who's gonna fall for this shit you know it's like thinking about ah oh, fuck they're not gonna scam some money out of me but thinking oh my god you know that one friend i don't know about i gotta try his cake at home you know like, how crazy is that? This is like the modern-day, like, uh, abduction. Because instead of now you can't talk to strangers and, and, and fall for candy, now it's like, oh, shit, I can't fall for unsolicited cake. Like, this doesn't make any fucking sense. I, don't, I just don't think the spammers really know anything about me, right? Because all they're just thinking is that I'm just some rich white dude now with diabetes. Like, I just don't think those texts are really meant for anybody. Okay, that one might go somewhere. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Um... All right, guys, uh, so some of you might know this. I also, uh, so uh, by day, I work in tech. Thank you, Pam. And uh, I think one of the weirdest things that I get is that when I tell people what I do actually for my day job, they automatically assume software engineer, uh, which is, I think, is kind of racist, right? Just because you think that as a single Asian guy living in the Bay Area, you automatically assume I'm a software engineer. Because uh, don't you guys know that I'm uh, too stupid to be doing that kind of thing? Like, okay, that one might not, that might not work out there. And uh, let's see. Du -du 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 -du. Actually, I think that's what I'm going to try for today. All right, cool. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Dan Guan, everyone. Hooray. All right, your next comedian, one of my favorite comedians. I've known him forever, and he's every Tuesday. He just murders um, up at the Milk Bar and hates debates. Put your hands together for Spencer Devine. Never I, I finally oh I finally started writing in this notebook. Um, I've written in other notebooks before, but every notebook that I've had has been lost in the mail. Uh, and the benefit of that is I hope that someone out there out there dick jokes get a dollar. Uh, has anyone have have you guys ever had someone come up to you and they're like? Oh, let me tell you a joke for a dollar, and you, then you can eat with them, and you're like, no, let me tell you a joke for a dollar, and they're like, no, let me tell you a joke, and it's like, I need this more. This is my dream. Uh, so I watch Law and Order a lot because I have a job, and then I like to waste the rest of my time. Uh, and I, I saw a really good episode, uh, and so I decided. Uh, of Law and Order, no specific character names or plots. <laughs> Detective comes into the room. Uh, did you get the subpoenas we put on your desk? What subpoenas? So, now, have you ever said something over and over again and it changes? And you're like, what subpoena? What subpoena? What's a penis? And then it's, I know it's not SVU, but they should know. But then they got back into it. It was like, uh, what's a penis? Uh, oh, just you'll find them under the briefs, you know. <laughs> but when you break it open, you know, go slowly. There's a lot to take in. Hey, just, oh, so just another hardened criminal breaking, breaking penal code 69. Oh my god, that's why there's subpoenas on your desk. Looks like he was lucky. A hung jury, they couldn't come together. 
There was a firm offer, you know, from the defense to pull the jury. Uh, but the but the judge, you know, she made them eat her rebuttal. She kept banging and banging and banging until they came into her chambers. <laughs> but did he get off? No, he can't get off until the state drops their suit. But if this goes on any longer, the defense might not be pro bono anymore, and they'll say it's a headache, and then they'll rest instead. That's the whole of that bit. I did not learn any Law & Order character names. Junk, junk. Uh, you know, it's been getting... Well, apparently, the musical Grease complicated now it's it's troubling because of the dynamics between men and women are really weird in that musical and to nikki especially is a monster uh but you know what was bad you know what was worse than the musical grease ancient grease you know it was real bad it was so bad you know they were oh they were the fathers of architecture they also loved little boys a lot you know how much they loved them they were the ones who invented the word for old men <laughs> loving a much younger man. Pedagogy. Look it up. The entirety of ancient Greece was like Chris Hansen's The Ketchup Philosophy. Uh, yes, <laughs> in the musical Greece, they do call Grease Lightning a pussy wagon. Uh, but you know what a pussy wagon was in ancient Greece? The wagon that they picked up your body in when lions came from the mountain, not mountain lions, regular lions from the mountains. Fuck ancient Greece. That's been my time. Spencer Devine, everyone. That was wonderful. Go see him at Milk Bar every Tuesday and on many other shows. He's hilarious, wonderful. Yay. Oh, and he has an improv show second and fourth Wednesdays at Piano Fight. Is that right? Next Wednesday, Piano Fight, 7 o'clock, 7.30, 7.30, 7.30 Piano Fight, yay. And support Piano Fight, they're an amazing venue, and I just talked to Rob the other night, and uh, the owner guy, he's so cool. Uh, put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody, cover to sing, Woo! a while ago and I'm basically a dick pic that's in the trash bin of someone's like camera in the trash bin of the trash folder okay 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 welcome to the trash folder Rebecca's I'm dick number one I'm like Guantanamo in here once you get in you never come out okay so get comfortable days we're gonna be pro built nada show you around okay trash folder like okay there's the whatsapp photos there's the screenshots there's the apartment tours the restaurant checks Selfies, all 2,000 of them. Put the politics don't end there, okay? Because girl's lying. Shots of the addresses, don't ever. Shots of the 
the gods put you with us, okay? Take a seat. Today, wait, wait, wait. The reason why the gods put you with us, take a seat, okay? Take a seat. Meet the group. There's girthy. There's there's uh, the worm. There's twitch. The growers. The showers. The pekkas. There's Dave Franco. Always high. Everyone's pretty outgoing, okay? Except Whiskey Dick. He's poor guy. Okay. We all hear under the same sentence, okay? Loitering, harassment, indecent exposure. Women say they don't want us. But when do women ever ask for anything they want? Uh, all right. Okay, okay, okay. All right, another thing, okay? Something happened to you, something happened to the rest of us. We die for each other here, okay? Last thing to remember, warden, the uh, Bex, the warden. Yeah, she's the reason why you're in the trash folder, okay? You start a fight, you make sure Bex don't find you, okay? The only thing in common between all of us in the trash folder is that we're deleted in 60 days, okay? And don't be thinking about no parole. There was only one drunken escape in 08 when Bex mistakenly, wait, what? Wait, sorry, let me. Okay, when Bex drunkenly mistook Harry over there for a schnauzer and sent him to the cloud, okay? But like gossip, that's hearsay. Take a seat. What's your story? Okay, that's it, that was it, that was it, that was it. I'm working, you know, I'm remembering it, I'm remembering it. Um, okay, that, that's all I have for you. Covered up and her dick pic act out. Hey, your next comedian. Excited that they're here all the way from San Jose. Put your hands together for Duraj. Hey, keep it going for Pam. Uh, I don't know how many of you guys have seen that movie, Bad Boys, but um, great movie. Watched it a lot when I was a kid. But kind of gave a misleading view of cops, right? Like, when I was a kid, I thought cops were cool, you know? Like, I thought they were like Will Smith, um, just, you know, blowing shit up, saying cool one-liners. But uh, then you see shit like Uvalde, Texas, and you're like, oh, that's not how that works at all. You know, like, I thought cops were going to be like Will Smith, but turns out they're more like Will Smith watching his wife getting fucked by 25-year-old R&B singers. Oof, that usually does better. Um, all right, so um, I'm um, pretty religious. I'm a Hindu, born and raised, and... Um, I was reading scripture just the other day, and um, I learned the Lord Shiva, when he met his wife Parvati, they made love for aeons. Pretty cool, huh? Aeons. I've been praying every day since I read that shit, dude. Like, I swear to God, man, like, shit like that is why I'm always going to be a Hindu, dude. You're, like, never going to see me in fucking church, dude. I'm not going to have a fucking cross around my neck or anything. Because, like, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, Jesus died a virgin. In fact, not only did he die a virgin, he died a virgin, he was resurrected, then he died again, and he was still a virgin. Fucking nerd. Like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, what, like how are you going to be the son of God and have zero hoes, you know? Like, come on, man. Like, what the fuck was wrong with this guy, dude? Like, he could turn water into wine, he could walk on water. Like, what the fuck was wrong with this guy? He had a solid job, too, you know? He was a carpenter. Was he just a creep, you know? Like, was he just fucking going up to girls at parties, fucking cornering them? Like, hey, you know who my dad is? Fucking weirdo. Like, maybe maybe the Romans fucking crucified him for being an incel, you know? Like, we got to get this guy off the streets. 
made every woman in Jerusalem uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. yeah, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, um, let's see what else I got. Uh, fucking, um, yeah, my dad's a pretty smart dude. You know, he went to one of the top engineering colleges in India, but he was such a fucking nerd that, like, kind of ruined things growing up, you know? Because, like, uh, I remember one time I was watching the 2000 Sydney Olympics. I was four years old. Um, I'm having a great time. This guy fucking walks up to me. He's like, hey, did you know that um, prior to the 1970s, India and Pakistan would win gold and silver in the Olympics every single year? But then they changed the rules so that um, it would be played on turf, and then only European countries would win because uh, India and Pakistan players were too poor to practice on turf fields. And I was like, fuck, dude. I was, I was having a good time watching this. Why'd you have to ruin it with facts, you fucking dork? <laughs> like, thanks, Dad, you fucking nerd. Like, oh, man, dude. Like, I remember, like, I, I wish I had a dad like my friend Shane, dude. Like, Shane's dad was fucking awesome, dude. Like, he wasn't into any nerd shit like that. He was just into fucking sports center and alcoholism. Pretty fun combo, you know? Shane's dad was getting way too hammered to fucking cite instances of oppression during sporting events. And I appreciate that a lot, dude. You know? Like, I was, like... My dad was just fucking sitting around coding all day, dude. Shane's dad was having us do fun shit, like getting all his friends together and making me and Shane fight. That was fucking cool, dude. Learned some hooks and crosses, pile drivers. Great time. All right, that's my time, everybody. Yay! Diraj, all the way from San Jose. That's great. We've got four comedians left. Hang in there. Put your hand. You just uh, you just walked in. He was a little bit late, but put your hands together for Newman Shake. Yeah, what's up, guys? I don't know. Um. Ah, uh, well, this is. How are you guys doing? You guys doing good? Yeah, that's cool. I, I I hit a car on the way here, so I think that's. Yeah, I'm just fucking. Boo. Yeah, I'm a liar. I don't know. I don't want to talk about today. I, I did hit my insurance agent recently. I got in a car accident with my insurance agent. You know what that means? I need to find a new insurance agent. That's what that means. Because you're not going to get insurance. You're not going to get accident forgiveness. This isn't working. That's fine. I don't have a lot of new jokes. I, um... The Apple screen time feature, that's a weird feature. It's a feature that makes you feel bad about using your product too much. Like, no other company can get away with that. Like, Xbox can't have a thing where they're like, if you play more than three hours a day, we're going to send you a letter calling you a virgin. Like, that's not that's, that's not a thing. Um, yeah, they're, they're building a lot of anti-homeless architecture. Big fan, I think. I think they should go all the way. Because, like, the most extreme form of anti-homeless architecture is uh, housing. That's that's what that is. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm almost done with college. And when I left for college, my mom, she was like, Newman, be careful. They're going to offer you a lot of drugs. And I'm going to be honest. I've been invited to a lot more Bible studies than I've been offering drugs on college campuses. So, yeah, I don't know. I think. Like addiction isn't the spirit of college campuses. Um, power of Christ. I um. Thanks, Newman. Means a lot. I am um, getting really lonely. 
I'm taking a scam likely calls on the hope that's the love of my life. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I I was asking for like my social security number, but from a certain point of view, they're just trying to get to know me. And I think that's really romantic. So that's that's nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys watched the documentary Super Size of Me in high school, but it was like a very weird documentary. Documentary about this guy who eats McDonald's three times a day, every day to prove it's bad for you. And I was like, you didn't need to do that. Is someone phoning in right now? Is that? All right. That's cool. That's a cool feature. I just get comments from strangers seeing my set. It's like, you suck, you know? I'm fine. No, but it was a, yeah, it was, it was a weird feature. It was a weird, um, it was a weird documentary because the documentary, the guy who ate McDonald's, yeah, I said that part. And when I was watching, I was like, you didn't need to do that because nobody eats like McDonald's three times a day, every day to prove it's bad for you. Like nobody, like, very niche. Big fan of reality TV. I like reality TV because it makes me feel better about how I'm doing as a person. Like I'm very single right now. But I was watching The Bachelor and I was like, you know what? I've never been desperate enough to go to ABC for help. Like that's not also a big fan of HGTV. I like HGTV because that's the only network that's explicitly saying fuck poor people, you know? Like I don't know if you guys watch that show, um, Fixer Upper. It's a weird show. It's a show where someone has a leaky faucet. And their solution is to destroy their entire home and build a new one. I feel like Rachel T wants to be more relatable. They need to make a spin-off of House Hunters and just call it Risky Rentals. Just a bunch of like 20-somethings and got that closet they stuffed Harry Potter and being like, you know what, it's possible. Alright, I learned a lot, guys. Thank you. Newman Jake, everyone. Newman. Alright. Julio disappeared. We don't know what happened to him. But Drea Myers is supposedly on her way. She pre-signed, so I'm going to do some jokes before she gets here. So, yay, clap your hands together for me, Pam Benjamin. Yay. Oh, thank you, guys. Yeah, I kind of look like the art teacher everyone wanted to fuck. No? Okay. You guys are all like, we can't say anything. It's weird. It's like you're my stepmom, except it's not sexy. Um, <laughs> no, I, uh, I'm tired of being a strong, independent woman. I want to be a dependent. I want to be a stepmom in Walnut Creek. I'm just, I know that statement put feminism back 45 years, but I'm really tired of working hard. <laughs> I just want, <laughs> how, well I already know how hot your dad is. He's old. Uh, Wally, how, how hot is your dad? Oh, shit, man. <laughs> Trying to practice my crowd work, and I'm like, Next, I'm going to ask newbies to be like, my dad's dead. And I mean, no! Uh, how hot's your dad? Yeah, Devontae, how hot's your dad? You don't know your dad either! So it looks like I'm never going to be the stepmom I want to be. I'll never get to have that three-way with a family member that I've always wanted. Uh, through marriage, through marriage! Don't be gross. You're the ones watching the porn. I don't even watch porn. I don't even know what everybody's fucking talking about. I just want to be a stepmom in Walnut Creek. I just want to have like nine kinds of cheeses in a drawer. You know, like that kind of wealth, like nine kinds of cheeses. I don't understand vegans because they don't eat cheese. And I'm like, no wonder you're always so angry. <laughs> like you just have a bite of cheese. It's okay. 
if I, if I had to choose between sex or cheese for the rest of my life, I'm 100% going cheese. I'm like, sex, who cares? It doesn't matter at this point. Because they're like, oh, menopause. Menopause, menopause is so scary. <laughs> you just stop caring about everything. It's good. And then you put on lipstick and people go, oh, what happened to you? And I'm like, did I look like I always get punched in the face? Like, what happened? Is that what's going on? Okay, I should do some of the jokes that I planned on doing tonight to see if they work out. Um, I was going to do that crowd work, and hopefully no one's dad is dead. And then I was going to talk about step on Oh, God, I know. You're so young and beautiful. I have abortions older than you. That is an absolute fact. Uh, I had my first abortion in 1995. Only one regret. <laughs> I didn't have the kid. Right now, I could be fucking all of his friends. 27-year-olds are hot. I like them a lot. Do, 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 do. So dumb. Now, I like them because they're so dumb. They're so dumb. They're doing this new thing called intermittent fasting. Have you heard about it? The intermittent fasting. Yeah, they're microdosing food. Oh, it's so cute. Oh, are you intermittent fasting? Are you going to mansplain anorexia to me? Got this one. You've been doing it for 30 years. Come on. No, I, I used to be bulimic. Uh, but I didn't, you know, I wanted to be known as an environmentalist, so I would vomit into the composting. Renew, recycle, regurgitate. Highly acidic compost is going to be amazing on the wine vines in Napa. 2020 Pinot. Speaking of Napa, I mean, I could be your step. You could take me to Napa. We would have so much fun. This Thanksgiving will be lit. Do you understand? I want to be as, how much do you hate your mom? Just so we could work something out. Stepmom stuff. Um, I'm not even that high. I just, I'm trying to figure out what jokes I want to do tonight. And it's like, I don't want to do anything too political because, like, no one wants to hear someone talk about feminism. They're like, ugh, just talk about fucking dicks in your mouth. Right? I know. It's just so, <laughs> you're like, that's, that's what we're wrong. Well, I was like, I'm like I talk, I'll talk about drugs. Drugs are fun. You go, what's your favorite drug? Ooh, pills. I also like pills. I love them. I love benzos. I'm a big benzo fan. People don't know benzodiazepines. Uh, that's like, you know, Valium, lorazepam, diazepam. Doctors have shorthand. They call them the Tupan family. That's right, give them two pan. I love drugs. Yeah, I love drugs so much. Uh, I want to be a background extra on Euphoria. Because I heard they give the extra ketamine to the extras. You're going to say, oh, Pam, you are way too old to be a background extra on a school about, a show about high school students doing copious drugs. And to that, I say, I am a Monet. I look really good from far away. And you get up close, and you're like, dots, slashes, what is holding this image together? Ketamine. <laughs> like, if you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them. Okay, I've kept you guys hostage far too long. Drea's not coming. I mean, it's, I did five. I was going to, I would just, I was, I don't want to stretch. You guys know all my jokes, and there's no point in me doing it in front of them, because you're not going to laugh. But I did try to do that crowd work, so that was fun. Um, but there, she's not, I mean... We don't want to hold. Let's go to Slate. Um, is anybody driving over there? Okay. I'd love a ride. Oh, on your motorcycle? Oh. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, my God. That's incredible. Well, 
That's amazing. Thank you. Um, so thanks for all being here. Thanks for staying to the end. That was really kind of you all to support your peers and stuff. And I'm sorry that Daria didn't make it in time, but Slate's going to be awesome tonight. And then I get to be at Cobb's at 10 Ooh, I know. That's why it's like, I, I, and I know I've been, anyways, I'm not worried, but it's, it's not like eight, man. I was just nothing. But it's like, which jokes do I do? I don't want to do the boring. I can do my soccer one-liner. It's just a one-liner, though, that I love tw hot 26-year-old men. It's a World Cup is coming. We'll see. I know. I just, it can't be too, it's got, I got to, like, be, do sex jokes and shit like that because it's, they're going to be, it's going to be late night. They don't want to, they don't want me to teach them about feminism. Um, thanks for being here, everybody. Woo!